Hello, everyone, and welcome to What the Film Core podcast number 10. I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Dylan Painter. Hello. On this episode, we'll be talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, talking about what Film Core Digital is up to, and of course, getting off topic. So let's get into it. What's going on, Dylan? How have you been? Man, it's uh, been a busy week. Been a busy week. Anytime, anytime you have to, I have to see a movie on a weeknight. You know, it's like, man, it's it's a busy, busy week and busy weekend. So, uh, how about yourself? Same thing, man. Busy. Yeah. We were. Uh, I was gonna go see it Thursday, uh, but then my foster daughter had her first volleyball match. There you go. So I had to go to that instead. That that comes first, for sure. And then we are gonna go see it Friday morning, but then our producer Danny uh, needed to get a new vehicle, so we were at the dealership for like six hours. Wow. Uh, he did get his new vehicle though. He got a twenty twenty two Trailblazer. Dang, so, Danny's riding in style now. Oh yeah, a little little better than that little Mitsubishi mirage or something that he was riding around in um definitely definitely better fit for him um that's it i mean we just been super busy around the house trying to get things done so uh let's talk about what film core digital is up to film core digital is uh working with the lomo media crew still we're working on the first film doing a lot of editing on that that is uh kicking my butt right now yeah i have i have so much respect for the visual effects artists and all these films because i'm only doing i think it's like a two minute film and there's only a couple scenes it needs visual effects and man it's been a week already and still right. still keep framing that one scene um but man. after watching this movie we are definitely doing the the 10 rings effect oh my god dude we're gonna get into that definitely gonna be taking a shot at that so uh yeah let's just let's let's get into it let's get into uh this awesome movie so shang chi is a master of unarmed weaponry based kung fu he's forced to confront his past after being drawn into the 10 rings organization uh written by dave Callahan and Destin Daniel Cretton. Is it Cretton? Yeah. Uh, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, uh, starring Simu Lu, Aquafina, Tony Chu Wei Lung, Florian Montinu. Mm, I know I'm butchering it. And Michelle Yo. I don't think I butchered that one. We we already talked yeah, about that. Michelle one, so. Yo. She's <laughs> she's great. So you know what, man? Since you've seen the movie before i seen it, I'm going to let you start off what you thought about this movie. Man, so uh, again, it, I don't know if I mentioned it. You know, I've mentioned Alamo Drafthouse in the past. They, they opened up. They opened back up for over a year. You know, we had a, that terrible ice storm in Texas uh, in February. Um, this theater took a huge hit uh, with their plumbing. And so walking in fresh remodeled smelled amazing like oh it was it was so so good to be back in my theater man like i was so excited um and with this movie it, it was just so right it was absolutely just amazing um everything from the beginning to the i mean everything about this movie had me grit i not once ever i don't think i was ever really pulled out um, it, it, it literally, I think I was on the edge of my seat for, I mean, I want to say like 80% of the movie. It was awesome. Loved, oh, yeah. absolutely freaking loved it. Like you were saying, visuals were, I, I feel like Marvel seriously outdid themselves visually this, this one. It was so, so good. And the choreography, which obviously in the in a movie like this, it has to be spot on, you know, it yeah. has to, yeah. or we get fight scenes like reminiscence and, <laughs> and and it's so funny that we talked about that last week because oh, yeah. now and it 
man, everything from the movie, the characters, you just you just loved them all automatically. Aquafina, uh, she's just got such a funny personality, bro. Like, doesn't she have her own show now on on Comedy Central or something? Uh, not sure. I know she's a rapper. She does. She was a rapper first. She's got some we. It's I listened to some of the other day. It's it's no it's kidding. Diff, it's different. <laughs> it's, I know she does. She just got a show on on Comedy Central. She's super funny. And for her, so I saw her and I was like, okay, surely she's just gonna be like a character we see here and there. But yeah. Character progression, man. Oh yeah. Like on Definitely. her end. It was just awesome, dude. I absolutely freaking love this movie. I, in my personal opinion, I think it's one of the best top three solo Marvel movies. Definitely. Like, it, it's it's definitely up there with Thor Ragnarok and um, I, Thor Ragnarok is a, and, 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 and uh, Doctor Strange to me. Because those are my, I really like those solo movies. And yeah. uh, I feel like this one is just right on par with their, um, just... Man, awesome. Simu Liu, he just he did such a such a good job, man. Like you automatically love him. Like the first time we get to see him talking with his friends. Um his, the conflict with his with his dad, um which not spoiling anything, the the trailer tells you this, oh, yeah, you know, watching yeah. it. But uh and who who's his dad? Is that Tony Cho? To yeah. Tony yep. Chu, dude. Yep. That guy is scary. He's he's not even physically scary, but the way he like handles himself, like yeah, his mannerisms like, and everything. Yeah, man. Yeah. You're like, hey, this guy means business like for real. And I loved it, man. Absolutely. I don't have true. I truly don't think I have anything negative to say. Like, I, I really don't. I, I tried to like find. Well, let's see. No, no, I really don't. I loved it. I thought I was going to not like Aquafina as like a role like the constant yeah the constant um comedic you know relief mm -hmm. but it works so good into the movie yeah so good so good what what about you you you're gonna are we gonna argue on this one are we gonna we, are we gonna we we're gonna butt heads 100 are not gonna argue because this movie was amazing like you said the the cinematography the visual effects were outstanding and it was just paired with a really, like, really good story. Um, the film, it moved very quick, kept me engaged, mm -hmm. I would say, probably about 98% of the time. I mean, they had they got to throw their little scenes in there that you're just like, eh, but it, it didn't take you away from it, did not, like, did not halt the movie at all, dude. And it didn't move too quickly to where you couldn't understand it and right. know what's going on. It, I mean, you 100% you knew everything that was going on the whole time um like you said the, the the choreography dude on the fight sequences some of the best that i have seen in a long time dude it was it was just outstanding i mean because it was i mean i would say it's better than like an actual actual Action, action like fight movie fight yeah, movie like, like a jackie chan or a jet lee movie Man, Tony awesome. like it was mm -hmm. amazing i haven't seen fighting like that like i really thought the fighting and stuff on iron fist the series on netflix before it was canceled was really well done right so i i didn't look into it i wonder if they got some of the same uh choreographers and stuff for that not sure didn't uh didn't see that. that yeah that's a good thought to have. i love that it's it is a it's an origin story of a new character that I had no clue. I, I didn't read any of the comics on uh, Shang-Chi. Didn't know yeah. that. Didn't know who he was. But it was awesome to see how they they kind of like I, I feel like they could have went in more detail, but it was just enough for the first origin movie to know who the character is and how they referenced other movies in it, like Iron Man 3 and wh yep. what happened with the whole blip thing. I mean, it was very subtle with the whole blip thing. I don't know if you heard it at I the did. table when they were talking there. Very subtle, but it was awesome that they acknowledged all that and what was going on. Uh, had It had just the right amount of action and humor. I mean, you have to... You know Marvel moves that way because they're bought by Disney. They, they throw their little twist in there with the, the right. humor. I don't think I've seen... Uh, an MCU movie that doesn't have humor in it, and their humor—it's not forced. 
Nah. Like like DC tries to force their humor. Like when in their movies they they have it, but you can tell that it's like forced and it's yeah you're trying to get a laugh out of it. Yeah, this like it's so like well even done. has the laugh stop, like the yeah the joke, like, looking around, waiting, you know, yep. waiting. Yeah, <laughs> this didn't have that. It was yeah. it was awesome. Um, yeah, it was good. Like like you said, Aquafina and Simu Simu, th- their chemistry on 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 set was it was awesome. Like, like you best felt, friends. Yeah, like, you, you felt, felt like, that. Yeah, you yeah. were part of that whole connection that they had in that movie. It was like it was well done. Um, seeing Michelle Yeoh in this film, um, still doing the action that she's done since Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and she's almost 60 years old was, was amazing. It was, it was really, really well done. I know they, I think they said that they, it, it was inspired by Crouching Tiger, uh, Kung Fu, Kung Fu Fist, Fist, is that the Kung Fu something? Kung Fu. There was a there was a poster on the wall in his apartment yeah. of the movie that was it was part of the because uh, there was a guy that's in the movie that was also in that movie and it, so it was like a like a homage to that um, being right. inspired by that. Um, it was definitely a really good start to Phase Four, and I'm so looking forward to what's coming in the future um, for all this great character that I'm looking forward to seeing in more of the uh, MCU films. I feel like they're going to, they're going to, they're, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know the story, so I don't know if Shang-Chi and the 10 rings could have a, a sequel. I mean, based on the ending, the credit scene. Yeah. I feel like there's a sequel coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the whole thing, but I would 100% recommend this to everyone if you're not a marvel fan you haven't been a marvel fan i would recommend this definitely see it in the theater as well uh i don't know how i don't know how i'd feel watching this at home i kind of want to see it in 3d now because of all the visuals i don't like watching 3d movies right Uh, the glasses and stuff they irritate me having to sit there the whole time um but this I i feel like it would be a good one to see how it looks especially the dragon dude Oh my! The, the that whole fight protector. scene, yeah, the Man. whole fight scene and everything. Yeah, I think that would be awesome to see. And uh, I'm glad 3D. that you you mentioned that because I was trying to find scenes of that dragon where I was like, "Eh, that looked weird. That looked, you know, not once did that dra- that not once did the great protector ever seem like it wasn't real, like, man, you, I, it felt like I don't know. They just visually told us what that dragon felt like and i loved it it, it was just oh, yeah. crazy man I, I i love the way it looked it's 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 life in its eyes i was like dude i love this thing like and it i don't know it just got oh. a very peaceful but defensive vibe from it you know like i don't know it was so good so, so good that for... whole that whole scene with that and the rings the big vibe that i was getting was dragon ball z there you go um, there you it go. looks like the Dragon Ball Z movie from the live action one, mm-hmm. but but it it was it was better done. It was well All done, right. put together, and yeah, that whole Kami. And the, the cool thing is, is they made a reference to it too. They even right. I don't know if you caught the reference, the Dragon Ball Z reference. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Is Disney is I mean is Disney in plans of purchasing Dragon Ball? Oh, man, <laughs> and doing some Dragon Ball movies. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That would be that'd be wild. That'd be super wild. So, um, yeah, there are some things that I did. Um, there were a few continuity mistakes that um, I, I didn't. I didn't like. Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of the. There is political behind this as well. Um, and we've talked about that before. Where I'm not a fan of that taking it to the movies, but it's a, it's the same as Black Panther. When Black Panther came out, everybody was this is this is an african-american movie this is our movie we finally got a character um they were pissed that uh stan lee was in it they didn't know why he like people were upset that there was this white guy sitting at the table in that film uh it's stan lee it's his film but this is the same thing they're they're saying we finally have an asian character which is awesome because i mean it is one of the first 
Asian characters to uh, be put into a comic and then finally right. a film. But let's don't let's not forget Wong, the OG Asian right. character. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, just a little thing. I, I just things that I see people talking about um, online, referencing the movie and trying to spin it. But either way, it is a fantastic movie for everyone oh, yeah. to see. Uh, continuity errors, things like, okay, so watching it, they 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 talk about, oh, I came to America like uh, Sean or Shang Chi came to America, saying she, the reason Katie, their best friends and stuff, because she she helped him with his English, making helping him learn English and everything, yet he knew how to speak English. His dad taught him how to speak English when he was over there and everything. So that, that didn't make sense. And then the opposite side of Katie, not knowing Chinese, she didn't speak it. She couldn't understand it. She referenced that multiple times, but then towards the fight scenes and everything, I mean, did she channel her chi and like, she understood everything the guy was telling her. So I, I truly think that she didn't know what he was saying, but she was understanding in the moment, you know, I, I truly don't think that she understood what he what he was saying. I think she was just like, I'm, you know, just I think wing I, it, just go just, with it. I I really do. Like I feel, I feel what you're saying. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Like yeah. I, I feel like, and those scenes were probably really hard to play. Like you know, they're like, all right, you need to act like you can't understand him, but that you do get it. You know, so she's, <laughs> but. I, I, that's how I took it. I really do. I was, I, I didn't think that she ever understood how to speak it. Yeah. But, um, uh, oh, I was going to, I, never mind. It's, it's, bro, train is gone. So it was something about what you had said earlier, but, uh, uh, I think he was trying to lie. Or obviously, like, he was lying, you know, trying to make himself seem like he wasn't, didn't understand English and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe maybe it was just part of his identity, like him not knowing who he yeah who he was. You know. Well, I, I mean, that's know. the thing too is like, <clears throat> like if that was it, I mean, uh, they uh, they didn't really cover they didn't cover it. Like why? Like what's the point? There was right. I mean, they didn't say where he came from. What was the point of him having to lie about not knowing English? Like, I mean, you obviously told her the story of you came here. And you need to learn English, right? I just think it was I, me personally, I think it was a plot, a little plot hole that they were like, okay, Whoops. when they were writing it, eh, it was so subtle that I don't think anybody noticed it. Um, I don't know if you noticed this. This was the big thing. Like I was sitting there with my brother and stuff. I was like, did you see that? So when he falls from the sky and the dragon catches him, and his sister goes to grab him to make sure he's on there, her hand is nowhere near his hand. Not even touching his hand. Uh, I didn't. But she's didn't. she's holding his hand to make sure he's not falling. But you see that it's not. It's not even on there. Like, it's, <laughs> like his hands here, her hands right here. It's like not even, not even touching. Uh, but it's little things like that. Like I, I I see details in movies. My wife hates it. We've uh, discussed that before. Um, other fun facts. So apparently in the eighties, Stan Lee wanted to make this a film slash TV series. Um, and Shang-Chi was going to be, he wanted Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son to play him in it. But apparently, because apparently the, the character Shang-Chi was visually based on based Bruce Lee's of, character a hundred percent. So, which I thought that was awesome. Paramount was supposed to make this movie, um, before they were bought out. Yeah. Paramount was supposed to make it, um, they were supposed to make it a while ago too. The same, uh, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Ang something was supposed to make the movie, but because of the bad reviews and stuff that Incredible Hulk got when they uh. when they made that, the um, they they scrapped it and decided not to do it. Which, I mean, I guess, cool. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, I, I I feel like this timing was perfect because as 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 movies progressed in the past uh, that movie came out what like 10 years 15 years 16 years ago the incredible hawk um 2008 dang so 
I don't think the visuals that we got today in that movie would have did well back then. There you um, go. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It definitely this time period worked perfectly for it being made. We wouldn't have got we wouldn't have got the Shang Chi that we deserved. Yes. You know? Yeah, there I don't think we were up to as we can tell from I mean Bruce Banner and the Hawk, I mean it, visually back then, uh, I feel like the right. one now is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, this is the 25th MCU movie. Already 25 MC in the MCU. Um, wow. So that's that's crazy. What I thought was funny. So when I watched the movie at the end for the credit scenes, you got to sit and watch all the credits and everything. Yep. The the just the list of all the visuals like it just went on like it, you had the cast and stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Directors, blah, blah. And then it just felt like it just kept continuing visuals, right. visuals, all the visual people on it. I thought that was amazing. And with all that, the budget was only $150 million. Wow. Like people, people look at it and they're like, oh, that's a lot of money. For the visuals that you see in this film, that is not a lot of money. I mean, Black Widow was $200 million. Wow. And it had, and it had less visuals. Way less. So, I, I mean, I feel like they, they got a great deal on that. Wow. Uh, no kidding. It, and it's and the cool thing is is three days now it's already made like seventy five million dollars. It is broke a record for labor Labor Day weekend uh, movie openings. That's all, dude. That's awesome. It definitely it deserves it. Oh like, yeah. If this is so, what I was gonna say um, is, it felt like you know because we've we've gotten like you said twenty five. This is the twenty fifth Marvel movie, and it was kind of like Marvel being like you know what. We're gonna make a kung fu movie that turns into a superhero movie. Yeah, like yep. And I feel like with that brought such a huge breath of fresh air that we needed in the MCU. And just honestly, as movie goers, I feel like this movie, like even if someone's like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen any of the other Marvel movies," mm. it's okay. Oh yeah, you could quite literally go watch Shang Chi, not seeing any of them, and being like. This movie was awesome, you know. Oh, yeah, like definitely. the one thing you wouldn't understand who Wong is, um, you know, stuff like that. But um, anyway, I just wanted to to put but that with in Wong, here. But with that Wong, even even knowing who Wong was, you don't need to know Wong because they didn't really emphasize anything. Like it wasn't to the point where, oh my God, we know it's Wong because we've seen Wong. But if you've never seen him before, it doesn't like. No, it doesn't. You're right. Anything, no, so it's, it's like it's awesome. just the segue into yep. whatever's next. So yeah, you're 100 percent right. You could see this movie by itself, never seen any other Marvel movie, and know what's going on. And it's an amazing movie. That's yeah. why I think it was an awesome origin story for it this was. character. It was, man. Yeah, like I said, we really needed this. Uh, my wife, she after the movie, she was like, "This is my favorite Marvel movie." I was like, wow, that's huge. I guess just a bold, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like a lot, I feel like, you know, like, like you've put, I'm going to steal your note here, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. And they love Disney. Audience. Audience. Oh, that's audience. Yes, that's audience. It's a 92, 92 from the actual critics, which is still super high. Okay, right. But I always go with what people say more than audience. For an audience to say 98% of us think that this movie is amazing, you know? So that's... to give you an idea of how amazing it is, um, my wife wanted to go to the movies with me to watch it, but she's sick, so she couldn't go. Mm, but we've been okay. married seven years, and we've been to the theater twice together, and for her to want to actually go to the theater and watch this it's with me, big, big, yeah, big. So whenever she gets better, she's going to have to get, get a ticket. You're going to have to go have a second watch. Uh, this is a movie. I'm, I, I'm probably going to go see it again. I, oh, I'm, yeah. I do that. I'm, I'm really, I, I've done it for worse movies. So I, I'm probably going to be seeing this again next weekend, honestly. And that's, and that's the thing. I will go see it again. I don't like seeing a lot of movies because once you know the ending, it's like, and eh, why watch mm-hmm. it again? But this doesn't have, it doesn't have anything that's like, 
super twisty where it's like, oh man, now that I know it, it ruined the whole movie. It, right. There's nothing like that in this. It, you no. you watch it and you're like, oh yeah, this is a really good movie to watch multiple times. Right. So a few things that I'm going to get my, my Easter basket. I'm going to get my go. Easter eggs. We're going to get the, I'm literally going to make a Easter basket. I'm going to do be it. Like, here, I'm do going it. to. <laughs> Dude, you should. So what you should do is for the, everybody that watches the uh, podcast on YouTube, Dylan, I think you should get the Easter basket, get the ones that open up and then pull them out. <laughs> yes. I find the Easter eggs. Yes. Yes. Let's go. All right. That, so that's coming okay. soon. So the, so in the uh, when we get to uh, his sister's uh, underground little fighting ring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm losing it. I'm losing the name of it. I'm 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 so sorry. Gold daggers, the gold daggers. That is a reference to the underground group that she starts in competition with her father's ten rings. So. Um, not that I knew that before I looked it up, but uh, that, yeah. So that the Golden Daggers is the name of that little club. That's the name of the group. But we, you know, I, I'm not going to say it because that's a big spoiler, but that's not the way the MCU is going to go. But cool little nod that they threw in there. Um, but when they get there, when they get to the Gold Daggers, we see all sorts of different people fighting, right? We see just... We and and you kind of see enough to know. Oh, this is superhuman. And your first clue to that is you see a a white dude, no shirt, and he's glowing red a little bit yep. uh, as the one of the extra mispowered soldiers from Iron Man three, which that's our first Iron Man three uh, nod. Yep. Uh, well, second actually, second because he talks about you know they stole his name, the Mandarin, and. Um, he he lists some names that he went by, right? That people called him. One of those was Lord Khan, yep. Lord Khan, and in in Lord in the uh, in the um, Iron Man and Shang Chi comics where Mandarin is present. Oh, I don't think Mandarin is in Iron Man. He might be. I can't. Iron I might Man be 3. making that up. Well, in the movie, but I think he's also a villain in the Iron Man comics um mandarin probably the, i don't the know real, the real the real mandarin yeah, yeah but anyway one of his uh aliases or what people go by is is lord khan and so that's a reference to to him being the real mandarin um but the other person that that guy is fighting the extrament powered is a black widow oh wow yep yep it could be you know who knows it's a freed Maybe she got free and didn't know what to do, and so she just started fighting in this underground ring. Um, now, does this take yeah. place before or after Black Widow? Because hmm. this is this is after Endgame. We know that, right? Right. But but Black Widow was Black Widow after no at Black no, Widow in Black between Widow's... Endgame and uh, Affinity. Yeah. So there's no continuity. No. With that. no. That yeah. That's that's fair. So then she. Fair. So then she might not be freed then. Who knows? You know, yeah. all we get is that she's she's a black widow um, on the on your second watch through. Just watch for her. she's the what she's wearing. It's very yeah. and how she's fighting. It's very uh, obvious that she's a black widow. Um, of course, the big one abomination uh, being in there fighting Wong. And this is not much of an Easter egg as much as as what as a as a badger theory is what i guess i'll call it um but wong tells abomination you aren't watching your punches like we practiced mm-hmm. and then he opens a portal and they both walk through it yep which with what we're seeing wong doing that um the end of black widow uh where where uh, her sister is approached um, the end of Captain America, uh, excuse me, the end, the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, where um, that evil Captain America, Dollar General Captain America, I can't remember his name, um, uh, John Walker, where he's approached, there is another team assembling. And it's, it's I don't know what it's going to be, but I I just have a feeling that there's more to that scene with, with Wong and Abomination than than we 
really understand right now. So did you see, did you, did you see where they go into though, when they I, go into the I, portal? I could not tell where it was. I thought it was going to be Taj Ma or uh, Kaj, uh, Kaj, dang it. What's the name of that place that he lives in? Um, oh my gosh. Oh, that Wong lives in? Yeah, yeah where, um, well, he's the Kumotaj. Golly, Kumotaj. That was killing me. I was like, I'm not going to move on. <laughs> so I, I was not going to move on. I wasn't let that train sail. So I thought it was going to be Kumotaj, but it was not. It looked nope. super high tech. It almost looked like Wakanda. Nope. No? Where, where do you? I mean, it might have been. It's, it's Abomination's prison cell. <laughs> the, dude they still so so shield still has him yeah uh, so so the theory I, i'm not 100 percent sure but the theory going on is that wong is secretly taking him out and they're th they're 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 staging these fights for this for some reason don't know why but he takes them back to the cell after their fights right so he's still abomination is still in prison after the incredible hawk um yep. so I thought that was cool. Yeah. So if you've seen this movie, and I've mentioned this before, but I have this really cool limited edition uh, Phase 2 Marvel set that comes with a slew of bonus stuff. And I don't know if you're going to be able to find this on the internet anywhere, but there is a one, uh, it's called a Marvel one-shot, and it's called Long Live the King. And it is the story of Trevor Slattery in prison. He is like revered. People love him. You know, like they come up to him in the in the mess hall and they're like, hey, you know, will you do the voice? And he's like, you know, he's Trevor Slattery. If we've seen him in a few movies, so we know he's kind of goofy. And he goes, I'm not, I, I can't just turn it on and off. Okay. And he turns around and he comes back and he's got the sunglasses and he's like, you'll never see me coming. And they, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so this guy's interviewing him and he's like, he's asking him hey you know do you think that you've made anyone mad and he's like oh yeah he's like you know i see the message boards on the internet they're all pissed and um he talks about he's got a very lovely setup in prison with like you know a studio style apartment almost because he rolled on all those people in extremists and and you know so he gets hooked up pretty well and um the guy interviewing him starts asking him about the Mandarin. And uh I don't want to ruin too I mean, actually I'm gonna spoil it because if you see this, you you're you're a fan fan. It's yeah, it's not yeah, just you like, have the collection. Right, exactly. So this this guy, he presses the the camcorder to where it opens up the film, and you notice there's no film canister in this camera. And so you're like, why is he even filming this? And then the inner workings of it literally start building a little pistol about this big. And he's like asking him, you know, well, you know, you've upset some people, mainly my boss and this and that, and we're not going to stand for it. Boom. He grabs that little pistol, kills all the guards in the room. And then Trevor Slattery's got his own backup guard and he goes at him and blah, blah, blah. They fight. Anyway, he, he dies. And Trevor is, uh, is standing there with one of the guards guns to his back. And he's like, you're, you know, you're, you're not going to get out of here. And he obviously quickly turns, takes the gun away from Trevor and puts it up to his head. And when you, when he does, it pans out. And right here on that guy's wrist, he's got the 10 rings tattoo. Wow. And he's like, he goes, don't worry. I'm not the one that's going to kill you. And then he, you know, he talks in his watch. He's like extraction, blah, blah, blah. And then you see in the hallway, people in the prison, just getting murked, just don't, 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 don't. And, and he's Dang. like, I'm not the one here to kill you, but my boss will. And and then he's like, Trevor, Trevor, it literally ends so funny. Trevor goes, I, I don't know. I have no idea who you're talking about. Like, he, he literally is still kind of like goofed up on the drugs, but um, super funny. And then that's how it ends. Like, and then and then you go and then just go see Shang-Chi, you know, just. Yeah. I don't know if you'll ever be able to find it on the internet, but it's called Long Live the King, a Marvel one-shot. And it's definitely has never, ever been referenced or made any sense until this movie. Me and my wife were like, 
Wow. You know, like, yeah. So only like huge fans will, will even know that this seed was planted in phase two. Dang. Yeah. I, 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 I wish seen it. I wish they'd have made that scene, dude. I wish they'd have put it somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Even like if it was like, or something. man, something dude, like maybe at the very, very, I don't know, dude. I don't know. But, um, it, super good like it is just super awesome there's a lot of stuff like that with a lot of iron man movies like there's one it shows hammer in prison um you know from from two Mm -hmm. uh and he's just such a such a tool dude like that guy uh his character he 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 did his job well he's just you know a a (laughs) d-bag but um that one, like I said, whenever me and my wife had seen that and it's always been like, oh, that was a cool extra scene, whatever, you know, has not ever made any sense until this movie. And um, yeah, I just I love them. Even dude, Marvel, like even stuff that they never released. They're like, but we know that we did it. And, you know. Limited fans know that we did it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's all the I think that's all the the. Oh, um, there was a a reference to uh, him using the jacket like a weapon. Isn't that either a isn't that a Jackie uh, a Bruce Lee movie like where uh, he uses his shirt as a weapon? I think I'm, I'm not sure if Bruce Lee did it. I know Jackie Chan did it in almost all of his movies where his jacket comes off and he uses that and everything yeah um, but i think jackie might have got it from bruce bruce he was, yeah yes but that was he did that on the bus um you know when when they we find out whoa your name's not sean and uh um, that bus scene was awesome that was man really well done dude and what a way to be like and go i mean yeah. like that's that's literally where the movie starts and you just it's just you just go on a ride from there but it's definitely anyway. better than uh, the bus scene. Have you seen Nobody? No, that's 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 a really good movie. Um, hmm. It's got the the actor from Better Call Saul. Yes, um, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, that's a really good movie. Bob Odenkirk. Have, yep, they have the same. <laughs> they have a, it's kind of the same fight sequence, except Shang Chi's way better because it's actually <laughs> fighting he's talented? and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But it was like a good start on the bus. Really, really well done. Funny thing about references. Uh, this is the first Marvel movie out of the 25 Marvel movies that they've done that a dragon was ever ref- or used. Yes. Ever used. Um, I guess they said that in the, uh, the Netflix series Iron Fist, uh, Daniel uh, references the use of a dragon or a dragon, but never, never used in a, in a Marvel movie, which like we, we just talked about, it was a well done dragon. Um, even the other creatures were well done. Just the, the life that they brought to the characters and all the mystical creatures and stuff that yes. were in that land. Yeah. Really dude, well done. Who, who really did have like real, like those, you know, my wife was like, they literally just ripped off Pokemon with the nine tails. Oh, yeah, the yeah, the white but the white character. Yeah. The right. But in in Chinese mythology, mm-hmm. there is a a being, um, and I'm not even gonna try. I don't remember the name of it, but um it is a it is a there okay, hold on. Ooh, Hulujing, the beautiful Hulujing. It is a mythical fox that literally gets older and it lives forever. The older it gets, it gets more tails and nine is its last one. Um, uh, right. And so that was really cool that that, that was in there. Um, to, oh my gosh. What? Um, I'm trying to remember. Tao Lo. Tao Lo, yep. Tao Lo, which only has one comic introduction. Super small super small mustard seed if you will of a of a like world that's barely in a thor one thor comic yeah where it's like it's like a it's a lot like asgard thinking as as terms of like a world of the gods type yep so 
these people in this village are not, you know, they ain't just some regular scrubs as we see, but yeah. um, it's, it's definitely meant to think for us to think like that at first, like that we're still on earth and you are not, we're not, it's not, not earth. It's, it's a, a dimension. It's a different dimension. Oh yeah. So yeah. And the way to um, get in, it was awesome. I think this, the story of how to get in there and the forest and everything was really well done. Um, yep. As we spoke on the visuals, mm-hmm. I, I can't, I cannot say enough about the visuals being a visual person. It was amazing. Like the creatures, like even those, cause you see some movies where the creep, they look so fake. Like they look stupid. They, f- they fit so well into that scene right. that it's like, man, that did, did that creature come on set and actually walk through there? And it was just, just <laughs> so well integrated into the scene. It was so awesome. I think it's cause they didn't work too like crazy hard to make it try to do something flashy. They yeah. just made the animals looking like they would be watching them roll in. And I did like how they acted different to the the second group of visitors, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it yep. was it was very the intuition that they had. It, they knew. Yeah, exactly. Because like when when Sh- uh, Shong and um, Katie get out of the car, they're just, you know, like their mouths are just like might as well be hitting the floor. You know, they're just like in wonderment of this place. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of like how we like they they might have been representing us, you know, as the audience, just like, oh, my gosh, like what? You know, it love it, dude. This this movie was so, so fun. Like, I, I literally cannot recommend it enough. I really can't. Um, I'm just looking through this. Yeah, that's that's all the the Easter eggs that I wanted to to really talk about. but. Super good, man. So then we'll oh. take this time right now to thank all of our Patreon members. Um, those members are Leslie Murphy, Vicky and David Ingblom, Dustin Clark, Bobby Saravanera, Angela Marie, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, and Dylan Painter. I want to thank everybody for supporting Filmcore Digital. And if you want to become a member as well, Go check out all the links, and um, I think we're going to have the links, I think, on the the digital podcast where it's not actual YouTube. We have links on there that you can click on. Not sure. Never really went on there. But it's patreon.com slash filmcoredigital, and we have three tiers to choose from. Awesome benefits. Go check that out. We appreciate everybody. Thank you for your support. Uh, Let's go with uh, some off-topic movies. Anything that you've seen, excited to see? Dude. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna segue you into this. That freaking Dune trailer. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, man. See, we saw it on uh, Free Guy. It was the first time that we saw it. Right. They showed it during that, and I didn't really pay attention to it. I didn't. And it's like, I didn't either. But then when we were watching this, I paid attention to it, and man, it looks really good. Uh, Jason Momoa is in it. Yep. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Rebecca Ferguson's in that one as well. Yep. Wasn't David? So. Wasn't Dave Bautista in it too? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Which is that's the only thing I didn't like. As soon as I saw his character, I'm like, that's literally Drax without the tattoo. Like it's it's almost the same setup. Like the color. Is, so uh, not a big fan of David Batista uh, oh, as, okay. as an actor. He plays a really well Drax. Drax. I mean, he does really right. well with Drax. Uh, other things that he's in, not not a big fan. But yeah, do that. Yeah. Like it, I didn't pay good. attention the first time. It, it I didn't looks, either. It looks really looks really. That's- Really That's good. one thing at Alamo, though, dude. When the trailers start, they dim the lights. Like they, this theater really is like, hey, man, you're here for an experience. Um, oh yeah. And actually, I, I watched a little video about stuff that that never really went through uh, before the movie at Alamo Draft House, and they talked about um, uh, Lee being a big character. Uh, you know, like inf- like what what Shane. Uh, Shang Chun. Oh my gosh. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Golly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what he was based off of. And uh, they also did like this little terrible Doctor Strange short in the 80s that was just super bad, man. Like, oh, I'm so glad they never did anything. But, but anyway, so like, I, I feel you on that. The trailers on this experience, they, I was like enveloped. Yeah. Um, 
what else was there? There were some really good trailers before this movie. Um, uh, Eternals was one of them, but I don't, I don't know if I want to see that one. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, of course. I'm gonna watch it as a movie, but it's not one that I think I'm invested in, like I was, like Shang Chi, like uh, Shang Chi, like Shang Chi, knowing, not knowing anything about it. It, it was a movie that I was like, man, I really want to go into this and learn more about it. It's it looks really awesome. Origin story, the internals I know nothing about as well, but it's not like, man, I really got to see this movie to know about them. It didn't. The trailer doesn't bring me into wanting to know about them at all. I think the I think the trailer was meant to be like that. And I, I just feel like they're trying to keep distance. They don't want people to be like, oh, I know everything about the Eternals. You know? Yeah. Which are pretty new characters. I mean, they're not new. They're new to me. I, I have, I, I, I've just recently learned about them after playing uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, 3. They, they brought them into it. And I was like, oh, these people lived on the moon and watched over humans. But they're not like people. They're literally like, they get like reborn. Um, but uh, huge, huge Easter eggs in that trailer with them talking about. We were told to never, uh, you know, interfere with humans mm -hmm. unless it be unless it was from this one being. And he said, by who? And it cuts to a scene of a celestial, you know, one of the ultimate powers like Galacticus and and um, ego style villains. Yeah that so that not villains beings of of the universe so i am very excited to see this is going to be a very cosmic marvel movie you know they really started that in in the end of two where they inter they introduced uh, guardians of the galaxy actually when they started introducing thor they kind of have the cosmic and then they have the um like kind of superpower and then slowly but definitely the Eternals is like big cosmic. Like I feel like it's going to do a lot of lore and a lot of, um, you know, ground laying yeah. for, for a lot of what's going to be probably coming in, in this phase four. I might have to uh, start researching more about, cause yeah. they're starting to get into characters. Like I, like the first phase is it was all the characters that we grew up knowing. Everybody know, like even if you never wrote read a comic before, you knew the you know character them. was. You know, yeah. And now they're starting to dip into the unknown characters, which is awesome. Right. But then I'm like over here, left in the dark, like, oh man, who who is this? I, I think I it gives know. you. I think that gives you a better um, feeling though, because you don't have to um, go with preconceived notions of how yeah. the story should go. You know what I mean? Like we talk about a lot, comic comic nerds are the first one to be like, "Well, that's not how that's yeah. not how it went in issue seventeen. But um, I like that. You know what I mean? Like Shang Chi, I think there's been a lot of different interpretations, and this one took a lot from a bunch of them. And yeah. So, it, which was, I guess, neat. Like I said, I've never read any of them, so um, yeah. And that again, is that is a good thing to do. Not going and not so. knowing what it. Yeah, what it's I about. mean. I don't want to, I don't, you know, I, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, dude, definitely do some research on the Eternals. They're cool. I don't know. I mean, I know a sliver of about them. I don't know that much, but um, it's, I, I think it's going to set up a lot of groundwork for, for what we are going to, you know, see. And um, see, not maybe... knowing, not knowing mm -hmm. what they are is also good for reviewing to see if the movie actually like Shane Chi, not knowing it explained, you know who the character is now. Um, yeah. Not and having character development, us. yeah, right. So if you, it, it's a good way to, I guess. One thing I will say about that. about the Eternals, you know, the term "too many cooks." Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of cooks in this movie, man. <laughs> like it's 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 a lot, and that's what I fear. And especially when I saw Angelina Jolie, I was like, "Dad gum!" Like they're getting. Yeah. They're getting big people, you know, like, I mean, you know, they always have Chris Evans and, and Chris, like those are big actors, but Angelina Jolie, I thought I was like, man, I was very surprised to see her want to do this role, but there's um, a lot more people wanting to get into, uh, the comic book movies. 
Cha-ching, oh yeah, cha-ching. yeah, definitely. <laughs> like Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood's one of them. He just announced that he wants to be in a Marvel movie. He wants to be part of the Marvel uh, universe. Uh, I don't, I don't know who he would play. I can't. I, like I said, I had this uh, this big encyclopedia of the con- like Marvel history and everything, and I was just flipping through there. I'm like, man, who could he play? Who could he play? I, I can't see it. I was speaking. I was talking with my brother. Uh, we both agree that if he does join, it would have to be a villain. I think he would be a villain. I, was, I don't. I was literally gonna say Hobgoblin. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think he'd. I think he'd play a really cool Hob Hobgoblin. But yeah, that's so literally I... just first me just out of nowhere just thinking, yeah, that's what I. But yeah, I feel you. He's his roles have been so weird in the last couple of movies I've seen him in. Man. Yeah, he's. Uh, but he also said that he wants to do Star Wars too. He wants to be part of Star Wars. Star Wars takes precedent over it, but he would like to do both. But if he had to choose between the two, it would be Star Wars. He wants to be part of that universe. Um, mm. Not sure where Star Wars is going with all their stuff since they ended it so badly. But <laughs> um, not not a fan of that. Um, yeah. Have you seen I'm... anything lately? Any movies? Um. No. I. I have not. No, well, so like I watched an old movie a couple nights ago. I watched Varsity Blues. Just oh, for dude, a little such a good, such a good movie. Such a good movie, bro. So like I really like that one. So with that, with be with that being said, since you mentioned old movies, I think going forward, starting with what the film core, we are going to um switch it up a little bit. We're gonna go probably two weeks first two weeks will be mainstream movies things that are in the theater we're going to do one podcast a month that is going to be a retro nostalgic movie that we grew up watching that we love we're going to go back and watch it and review it to get all these because i feel like a lot of kids nowadays or a lot of young people aren't uh interested in the older movies because i mean they don't have the wow kaboom and all this factors that they used to like they do now that they're used to having hollywood spoiled you yeah (laughs) so i'd like to uh, with this channel i would like to start bringing some of that awareness of the older movies that we grew up loving um i mean because there's even a gap between you and i that Mm -hmm. um I don't know. I don't. I mean, you you've probably seen a lot of the movies, but I mean, there might be some that I've I seen way before you that you you've never seen. So I would like to bring the younger generation to some of the old, really good movies, and then uh, one week, one podcast a month, we're going to start reviewing these low budget, bringing some awareness to some of these low budget uh, films that these independent films that. Like a lot of my friends that are shooting up in like Georgia and stuff, I've got friends that are acting in some of these really good low budget films. So definitely want to bring awareness to those. Cool. So that's what we're, that's what we're gonna do in the future with this channel. Um, uh, my wife did sit down. I did catch some of the John Cena's new movie on uh, Netflix called Vacation Friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some of the parts I saw were really funny. It's got that uh, little Ray Howery from Free Guy. Like, I was yeah. sitting there the whole time, like, where did I see this guy? Where did I see this guy? And I'm like, wait, we just watched him in Free Guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be the new Kevin Hart. There you go. I think yeah. uh, he's he's starting to pop up in some of these comedies. I think he's doing really good. It was actually pretty funny. Uh, John Cena, uh, I, I haven't been a huge fan, but I think he's 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 starting to grow. He's really funny. Like like you sent me and we talked about multiple times. I think he should do an earnest movie. I think I I one hundred percent think that would be awesome if he got with with somebody and did did an earnest movie. <laughs> Everybody's seeing it now too. Like the thing you sent me. Everybody everybody is seeing Dude, it. Dude, I literally lost it, man. I lost it when I sent you that meme. And you're right. Everyone's seeing it now. You heard it here first on what the film core. Yes. Yes, we you heard it here. We did first. talk about it. We talked about we, it first. Yeah. So I need the memes to stop. I need no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, unless, belong... unless they're tagged with film core, what the yep. film core, it has to have that down at the bottom. That part. watermark. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cease or assist. <laughs> but uh, I will be honest. I I saw that movie and I was like, that looks like garbage. 
It looks really dumb to me, but oh, it was I, definitely I a straight it. to Netflix, straight to for sure. Cool, one of those. But it's definitely, it's it's a it's, movie like if you want to put something on just to watch that you haven't seen. It has right. some really good comedy, but it's a typical love freaking. This happens. This happens. This happens. Like it's predictable. You know it's gonna yeah. happen. That okay, okay. I'm gonna circle back real real quick to Shang Chi. Because that was one thing that I love, dude. They didn't have some weird love interest that got in the way and made things weird and complicated. You yeah, know, they, I mean, they referenced it. You had to reference it. They did have the the little love scene between the mom and dad of how they met and everything, but they did it so well. Right. It wasn't the main. It wasn't like action, action, action. Oh, before, I love wait. you. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. It was so not cheesy and like. I just really I appreciate well, that. Well done that, for sure, man. Yeah, because we don't need it. We don't need it breaking up momentum in movies like you talk about a lot. You know, like oh, yeah. they, it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Wait, we got to we got to literally stop everything and put this little. Yep, slow it down. Lovey Dean and then climax end. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, I really like that they did not have that. Yeah, because uh, their love story was action. Like it was mm -hmm. it was told with action. Like there was it no. Was, yeah. No drawn out love sappy sit there for a little bit saying I love you I love you would you no, do blah, it was blah. it was shown in the way they fought and the way there's a yep. dance really like the oh way yeah they, you know it was cool which tied uh, in really well for sure can't even talk about that that was to me that was a super good ending you know the fight between father son it was oh yes anyway um. I was going to mention one of your topics that, that you've already put put down, and that's, uh, you know, that we, we lost Ed Asner. Yeah, Asner, um, yep. Man. Great Ed Asner. We lost him last week. Voiceover work, uh, just great. We had really funny roles. And Mary Tyler not even, Moore. Yeah, he's he's a great, great man. So super sad. Definitely uh, lost uh, a great one there. Uh, I just read that uh, Stanley Tucci um, opened up about his cancer that he was diagnosed three years ago. Didn't know anything about it. He kept it a complete secret. Now he's opened up about it, how he recovered and how it impacted him because his first wife died of cancer. Mm. So it was a big, a big thing for him the past right. three years. Uh, it was awesome to see that he overcame that. Now, this is a huge, huge one that I just read today. I, I, it's gonna. I I feel like it's coming because uh, the Russo brothers. They're trying. Marvel's trying to get them to come back to do a film, and they they're they're saying it is go. They're going to come back, and do the secret project with Chris Evans as Captain America. I don't know what it could be, but dude, that would be awesome. I feel like. I feel like it could be true. I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they've because Marvel is good at keeping secrets unless unless you tell Tom Holland and then the secret gets out. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's good at spoiling the secret. So I don't know. I, I you don't think it's gonna happen? I hope it doesn't, man. I really, I really have it in my heart that Chris Evans and Robert Downey are done. Like in the What If, you know, I've talked about the What If show. Mm -hmm. Chris Evans did not even do the voice to nope. Steve Rogers in that. Nope. Like, I I told. Uh-oh. Uh, we're having technical difficulties with the uh, camera good dying. Hold on. Go ahead and explain. So uh, I uh, derailed a little bit. So um, in the in the Disney Plus Marvel series, um, what if we are taken on different journeys with different characters where different situations change the entire outcome and change the entire universe that they're in? And in the first episode, it is a matter of uh, Peggy Carter not sitting in the booth watching the experiment with Steve Rogers, but she actually stands down in the middle with her making that decision happens. Uh, I mean, it's just snowball effect of Steve Rogers getting shot, not getting not getting the super soldier serum and Peggy Carter doing it instead in this very short 40, 30, 45 minute little episode. Um, Steve Rogers plays a pretty pivotal role in it with with Peggy Carter, and um, he is not played by Chris Evans. And my wife said, I wonder why he didn't do that. And I my theory is because he said, I said, I'm done. I yeah. said, I'm done being Captain America. 
I don't even want to come back for a voice. Please, you know, let me work on Knives Out too. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I wish. I wish. That was a good movie. It was amazing. I, I like yeah. it. I really like it. I do too. That's why I made the joke. But I I <laughs> I I hope that's not it, yeah, disclaimer, asterisk, that there is no that is not a real thing. There's yeah. not a real thing. It's so that's, speaking it's of badger. trailers that I did just watch, super excited for we're probably going to review on this channel is red notice. Have you seen the trailer? Red Lotus, red notice, red notice. Nuh -uh. Ryan Reynolds, the rock. And I don't know how to say your last name. Gail got out. Gail got it. Uh, oh, uh, Gail. Uh, yeah. Gail got it. Gal got Gal get it. Yeah. It's a it's a weird pronunciation. I, I I don't I never really sat and paid attention on how she says her last name, but right the trailer to that it's coming to Netflix looks amazing. Hmm, interesting. Red Notice. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bring it up so I don't forget. I need to check it out. Ryan Reynolds, The Rock. Yeah, Netflix. It Very looks interesting. Super good. I think it's uh, November. It comes out. Nice. So. I. Oh crap, James! I did find an Easter egg that fell out of that basket. I found yeah. I found another one. Yeah, Let's go. I, totally, I totally forgot to mention this. So you know the the like one armed little assassin of uh, the Mandarin. I think his name is Wow Wenwu or something like that in the movie. But his father, the 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 main antagonist of the movie, I guess. Um, his right hand man had the blue and white mask, yep. and yep. Uh, that is a what that is a villain in the comics called Death Dealer. All right, didn't I? Don't yeah. even know what that comic is. Never even yeah. heard of it. No, nope. no, I, I I don't know where he's. He's probably in Shang Chi comics, but yeah. Anyway, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. Um, this looks cool, dude. This red notice, yeah, it looks yeah cool cast. Surprised that it's going straight to Netflix. Netflix has grown so much. Like it's it's weird on how they started off with just DVDs and sending them to you in the mail and then streaming, and now they're their own production company. And back in crazy. my day, yeah, dude, I <laughs> I did have I did really did have Netflix when it was um did I when it was DVDs and got three um, discs sent to you and then you got to send them back before you can get your next ones. Yeah, it was yep. a whole crazy kids these days aren't gonna. I don't even understand what is a DVD. Oh, dude, so. When I had a Wii, I had a, a Nintendo Wii, you could get Netflix on it when it, they first started streaming yep. if they sent you a disc that you put inside your Wii. Like, Dang. and we still I, have the Wii. I still have my Wii and I still have that Netflix disc. Heck yeah, man. I, I don't, don't know we, where it's I don't at, think we but... had the Netflix disc. Uh, we did, yeah. uh, so we have the Wii and then we have the Wii U and then we have the Switch. Uh, yep. That's everything my wife plays on. But uh, yeah, just I think last year, or the year before, we had to get the Switch, or my wife got a Chromecast or something, because she used to watch Netflix on the the Wii. She had hooked up the TV. It's really the only way. I mean, she played some games sometimes on the Wii, but they stopped supporting it. You can no longer watch Netflix um, on the Wii. So we we had to upgrade. I don't play the Switch very often, but dude, you should definitely get the that sword and shield thing uh printed oh, out for dude, the stream, it looks dude. awesome man that it looks really really cool <laughs> i i freaking love that is that just someone that just 3d print stuff yep yep okay so i mean they might start selling it you might be able to find one if not i might have to uh fire up the old thing and see if i can find the uh file online and print that and send it out to you you have a 3d printer Okay, we're gonna end this podcast, guys. We gotta talk about making <laughs> making cosplay stuff. Oh just, yeah, no, See, I'm just kidding. I, I'm that's uh, I'm that's the goal. Getting, well, this one was starting off to make my little figures and stuff for around the studio. Uh, then, but uh, the goal is to get a little bit bigger one to start yeah. making cosplay um, costumes and things. Such. Because holy crap, the the things people make, it's crazy. Save so dude. much money and filament's so cheap, dude. It's it's crazy how cheap it is to print your Mate. own stuff, but it's <laughs> time consuming. Like a yeah. figure like this big is like four hours. So yep. it's like 
But uh, yeah, I don't know how they they put the time and they they do it. But it's uh, definitely something that I've been looking and wanting to do more of. But yeah. I just checked the time. This one has gone over an hour again. So I, that's why we pushed it earlier today. But that's right. Uh, we will. Uh, yeah. But we do what we do. We get on here. We talk about films. We get to talking and we have a good time. So uh, Dylan, plug away. Plug away, sir. Uh, guys, check me out on uh, Facebook Gaming. No longer doing Twitch. No more Twitch. Um, we are only on Facebook Gaming at Double O Badger. Uh, I play a lot of Nintendo games. Would love to come check it out. Uh, for you to come check it out, we uh, we have a good time and good vibes. So uh, you guys do that on Tuesdays, Thursdays uh, at 8 p.m. Central. All right, and you guys check out Filmcore Digital on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter. I think we need to start getting the Twitter up. So go over and like us and follow us on Twitter. I think we've got through six followers. Let's let's build that up to what we have on uh, you, uh, Facebook YouTube. and Instagram and YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to start getting this out there. You can check this podcast out on all streaming platforms. You can see our wonderful faces on YouTube. You're watching it right now because you're hearing this. Uh, so that's it for now. Appreciate everybody on. Make sure if you're watching it on the YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. Catch you in the next one.